The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. This was not about winning. He just wants to get away from the Texans. Yeah, well then, you know what? You shouldn't have signed your big contract extension five months ago. Uh, yeah, that's what I don't understand. i, I got to get out of here. Well, then why did you sign that deal? Well, I had to because otherwise I would have been out there playing like Dak. Those are the risks you take. That's the deal. Guess where Dak doesn't have to be next year if he doesn't want to, well, if he gets franchised. But after next year, guess where Dak doesn't have to be if he doesn't want to be? Dallas. Dak will be free to go wherever he wants. What are the odds a Texas team makes the Final Four? I'd put it at 95%. I'd say Baylor's pretty close to a lock. I think Tech still has a shot. I think Texas has an outside shot. Texas and Texas Tech and and UH, I mean, those are the other teams. If if things fall the right way for him, I could see it happening. But if you're you're taking a, a bet that... Texas is going to be represented, then you're, you're basically betting on Baylor. I think any, anybody else is a long shot. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780. ESPN, your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Uh, you can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Miss the first two hours? Not too bad. So what are the odds Wednesday? So if you get odds questions, now's the time. And uh, we've uh, been very sportsy. We've had a little non-sports happening, too. So uh, all good. And we'll continue to do that. Um, one, one little baseball note, cause we were talking about shortstops yesterday. Apparently Francisco Lindor is kind of doing the same thing with the Mets. He's there's interest on both parts in signing a long-term deal. He just wants to get it done before the season starts. Yeah. I would bet that it gets done. Well, the, the Mets have more incentive to make that deal now because they gave up, a bunch. they gave up a bunch of assets to get him. Right. But, uh, but I think that would be. I mean, I think that's going to get done, and it'll be interesting to see what he gets because I think whatever it is, it'll be more than what Carlos Correa should get. Oh, it should be. You know, it, at least it should be, yeah. So, I wonder, like, if the Astros play hardball and they say, well, we're going to let you play out this season, and he he ends up getting hurt. Do, I mean, at that point, do, do the Astros even make an offer, or did they just say, this is the same old, same old, same old. Of course, you make an offer. You um, just say it's a low offer. Yeah, you're, you're lower. You maybe offer him a one year deal for, you know, kind of a eighteen million or something, and say, all right, you know, this is uh, your chance to be healthy and prove it. Yeah. And if he goes nuts, then he'll get the big deal. Still, still only be twenty six. Yep. So, uh, and but I mean, if you're the Astros, is that really what you want? Is for him to get hurt? Uh, no, obviously not. I mean, what you what you really would like to see is you get a deal done that's fairly reasonable 
and then he has the breakout year. Yeah. That that from a team perspective, that's what you want. From a player perspective, you know, you want to go nuts this year in your contract year, which a lot of guys do, but it's going to mean staying healthy. And if he does that, then yeah, he's going to get paid money along with those guys. And and again, I I'd, I'd like to see him back here. I think that's a guy that you want to keep in the organization. But you know, I, I don't I don't know what their money's like right now, and I really don't know what the what their plans are and how much they plan to spend. I mean, uh, I would assume because you will have some big contracts off the book ne- books next year with Grinky and Verlander that you've got money to sign them if you want. Right. To. It's just for how much. But and Flea says, if Correa gets seriously injured this season, I'm remembering this conversation. I hate everything Houston Hoffman jinxed him. It's not really a jinx, though. I mean, it's, I mean it's, the guy's played two, like one healthy season, and then this shortened season, he was healthy. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. it's not me jinxing him. It's That's what he is. No, it's what he's been. That doesn't mean that's what he's going to be forever. But, you know, he's kind of a taller guy. And, and maybe his frame just isn't really conducive to staying healthy. It's possible. I, mean, I, I don't know. But, all right, I, I promised you a, uh, yeah, I the one conspiracy thing in the world that I'm actually fascinated with, well, besides aliens, which isn't a conspiracy, it's the truth. Um, We're not alone. We've never been alone. Um, Is the JFK assassination. You are obsessed with that. I am. I, I don't know why. I wasn't even alive. Were you? Were? No, I wasn't. I, I was born a year later. Uh, but apparently there's a new book out called Operation Dragon Inside the Kremlin's Secret War on America. Ooh. Guess what the conspiracy theory is? Donald Trump killed JFK. No, Donald Trump was, well, Donald Trump was born, but he was, he was too young. It's too young? Yeah. yeah he, he, he's, he's only in his, like, he's only like 68, man, something like that. I don't know. No, Donald Trump's 74 years old. Oh, so he's not going to live for 2024. Yeah. I didn't know that. Damn. Okay. He was born in 1946. When was the JFK assassination? 63. 17. Yeah. I mean, listen. Well, how old was Lee Harvey Oswald? But anyway, here is, here is the, uh, the big theory. The Russians killed him. Lee Harvey Oswald was only 24. He was a young man. Okay, so it could have happened. Uh, the authors claim that all the evidence needed to make their case is contained in the 26-volume Warren Commission report, uh, but that so much of it is, quote, codified that no one understood its significance until now. Decoded, these pieces of evidence prove that John F. Kennedy's assassin, assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, had a clandestine meeting in Mexico City with his Soviet case officer. But this is a real, um, real original. Oh, Steph Curry just passed a ball. Um, This is a real original take, right? The Russians did it. Come on, man. Well, that, that's I, not even a that's not I even a say, theory. It, it, well, I mean, it is a theory. It's been out there forever. Is because, my point. It's nothing new. Yeah, because Lee Harvey Oswald was like he defected to Russia at some point before he came back. Right, and, and, right. And that was the whole thing. It's like, oh, he's a communist, and he he did it. He, he acted alone. So I don't know how how new and different. No, there's it nothing is, new. It really isn't anything new. That was my point. Not, so you'll keep, but you'll watch anyway, right? Well, it's a book. Oh, okay. No, oh, I, I and I, I mean, I've seen that theory a, a thousand times from other people. I still think the best one was that JFK, the smoking gun, where the guy did forensic evidence and came up with the fact that the whole thing was an accidental shot from one of the Secret Service guys who pulled his gun out when he heard the first shot, and it accidentally went off and blasted him in the head. 
because that, those were the only guys with hollow point bullets. And that explosion, you know, the back and to the left, back and to the left. Anyway, I, if you're into that conspiracy, I highly recommend that show. It's the best one I've seen. I still don't know if I buy it, but it makes more sense than everything else I've seen. Can I ask you a question about uh, about the the whole story there? Yeah. Like, what makes a murder an assassination? Uh, it's a person in power. It, it has to do with politics. Or uh, can it just, like, because John Lennon was assassinated. Like, can it just be a big celebrity? Yeah, somebody important. Yeah, I guess. So here's the question. When Jack Ruby kills Lee Harvey Oswald, is that in turn an assassination? See, I kind of feel like the term assassination is a lot sexier than being a murderer. I mean, it certainly seems like you did something grand. Like you, you've like you did this. You did this murder that really changed the course of history. Like that's what assassination means, right? It's yeah. like a a, a a a murder that is like that changes the world in a way. So does Jack Ruby kill murdering or killing the uh, the assassin of jfk is that in turn an assassination of its own Mm, i would think so okay so i I guess give me the book definition of assassin because lee harvey oswald was by then very very famous right i'm just a patsy (laughs) i guess it depends on what well, no, give me the book definition. I want to know the book definition of assassin. Like the uh, the Webster's? Yeah, what Webster's defines. Because, you know, that may be able to, to solve the whole thing for us. All right. Rather it says than- here, to murder a usually prominent person by sudden or secret attack, often for political reasons, uh, to injure or destroy unexpectedly and treacherously assassinate a man's character. So that, that's like a, a man's... That's that's. A character assassination. Yeah, so I mean, we don't care about we're that. We're talking about the d- d- definition one, to murder a usually prominent person by sudden or secret attack, often for political reasons. Okay. Where'd you get that one from? That's uh, Merriam-Webster. Okay. Wow, where's yours? Uh, mine says, uh, murder by sudden or secret attack, often for political reasons. Okay. Isn't that what... It's similar to what I just yeah. said. Yeah. Similar, but it wasn't the exact same, so I didn't know if he had like Oxford or something like that. So I'm going to go with, yeah, that's in it. Like, because I think Jack Ruby killed Lee Harvey Oswald for political reasons. Right. Yeah, for the cover up. That's polit- So that's an assassination. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go with yes. Okay. I was just thinking about that randomly and I, I figured you'd be an expert to ask. Now in an alternate timeline, he doesn't get murdered and we find out that it wasn't a, an actual like conspiracy. He just didn't like JFK and wanted him dead then I don't think it would become an assassination because all he did was kill somebody who had a personal vendetta against the president. Well, and that's like, you know, that's like the John Lennon thing. Yeah. Uh, that, which I, I think it's a little bit different because he was obsessed with John Lennon. But... Yeah, or like those who kill somebody famous because, hey, my name's going to be in the history books forever. Now, there are people like that. Yes. But see, Lennon, killing Lennon was also kind of political because the guy didn't like Imagine. Well... So, I don't want to live in that kind of world. Yeah. Imagine there's no linen. Boom. That's what happened. I guess so. Um, yeah. I, I, so I guess so. I guess I'm going to have to rule that that's. Uh, I think that's uh, officially an assassination. Because it's definitely political. 
And then now, and now I think almost every murder is an assassination because don't we make everything political? Yeah. I mean, not us. Well, you, but most people don't make everything. Most people make everything political. Um, so one year ago when no one knew Jack Easterby, he could have been murdered, but now he's so famous he gets assassinated. We don't want that. No, that's a, that's a terrible thing to even suggest. All we want him to do is resign, not from life, just from the Texans. (laughs) And maybe take Cal with him, yeah. Because like he actually, I, this could work. This could work out. They could put somebody else in charge, and and Jack could take Cal off, and and uh, they could be buddies forever, and love on each other, and it's all good. I just want them to be able to go and run free on a farm and chase rabbits and play in the water. Like you know, you want them to go live a happy life. I love Jack East. East, East, Easter bee. Jack, I'm going to pet the rabbit. I want to pet. Cal, you be careful with that rabbit. You're big and strong. I want to pet your fish. Red one. <laughs> one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. <laughs> oh, God. You're, you're hor- you guys are horrible people for, for laughing at that. You really are. All right, I got to tell you guys about Carbock. You're not horrible if you drink Carbock because it's delicious and everybody likes to drink delicious beer. And some people who say, let's let's say you're a person who doesn't like beer, idiot. Or maybe it's probably your wife or girlfriend who doesn't like to drink beer. How, how about the ranch water, agave lime flavor? It goes great by itself or as a mixer with tequila or vodka or your booze of choice. And that's what we call a double dip uh, because it, it, it does have alcohol in the ranch water already. So, I mean, you're, you're mixing alcohol with an alcohol, which is, that's going to get you there. Uh, but fantastic flavor. And apparently going to be a bunch of new flavors coming out soon. We're going to try them out here on Monday. We're going to get some, uh, some, some early looks at these things. Uh, but, and if you're into the, just, if you're into the old style, the, the old school beer, cool. They love street, Hopadillo, Crawford Bach. There really is something for everyone in, in car, uh, car box lineup. A great place to go have a meal as well. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And when you're out and about, grab yourself some Carbox. This is the Blitz. The Blitz. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. I, I told you another story that I wanted to get to was a year in lockdown, what that translates to in for normal human beings. Yeah. They actually went well, in, in. You mean like in quarantine lockdown? Yeah. Not like in. Yeah, not like in prison. I know you're right. fascinated with prison, but um, they actually went down and put a formula together. And the pre-pandemic average number of hours you spent together, the boredom factor. Yeah. Uh, hours spent together as a couple in an average week during the pandemic. Number of weeks working from home together, hours spent together as a couple on an average weekend during the pandemic, 
and number of weekends since the pandemic began. So basically one year of Rona lockdown with your spouse is equal to 4.16 years. Ooh. All right. I got to say that feels fairly accurate to me. <laughs> I, it does. Um, because everything's slower too, right? It's like time is just, especially when we were all at home and not coming to the office, time completely stopped. At least felt like it did to me. Yeah. So... I feel like that's pretty accurate. Curious what Aaron thinks in there. I mean, I've been lucky that I had to come in every single... Like, that's true, yeah. Was, yeah well, so at the very beginning, we were alternating days, yeah. but even, like, well, we were two weeks into that, and then we went back to everybody just... like All the producers are in every day. How much time was your wife at home? Uh, A lot more than normal, but she still has to go work console at least one week a month. Okay. Usually. So like next week she'll be she'll get up at seven AM and go to go work in Mission Control and won't be home until four. Okay. IOT says big house, many rooms. That's how I got through. Well that that was one big benefit is like she would stay upstairs and work and watch T V and I would stay downstairs and work and watch T V and we wouldn't have to interact as much. And if, if she ticked me off, I'd go sleep in the downstairs bedroom. Or if I ticked her off, which is more likely, obviously. Uh, Frank in Houston asking for hockey picks. I do not have any tonight. Sorry. Uh, maybe tomorrow, but um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. You have to find ways. You have to find ways to get away from each other a little bit. Because otherwise it, it does get. It does get rough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- See, big house is great until you've got also two kids in there too. Yeah, well, and then, that's your own fault. You created them. Yeah, uh, that's like uh, that was like the hotel room with the two dogs. I mean, being it's, in, yeah, hotel that, room feels a lot smaller when you got two dogs in it. Yeah, I mean, not small dogs either. And, and uh, so that, I mean, I want I don't want to say, of course, we didn't really go through any hardship because we had water and and electricity. So I'm not going to bitch about that. But that that adds time to things. There's no question because there's not really any privacy. Like I can't sneak off to punch the clown or anything. Right. You know, it's just, you, know, you can't do that stuff. So did you guys have a rule about pooping in the hotel room? Uh, well, no, but like, whenever did you say, okay, if you, if you poop, you got to go down to the lobby. I always do that anyway. Oh, okay. I've, I've done that anytime I stay in a hotel. That's respect. When there's somebody else in the room. Yeah. Cause that's, that's cause you can't control if you're, you're steaming the place up, you right. know? So my wife has started packing uh like when I when she's got to stay in a hotel room with me she packs the poopery which is like the spray you you put on the uh the toilet water before you drop a dump. Yeah. And uh covers it all up. Yeah, and I've I've always anytime I'm in a room with somebody else whether it's just somebody sharing a room or whatever, I always go to the lobby. It's very kind of you. And just it, it it also I mean it's a little more privacy believe it or not. The the problem is a lobby bathroom is a public bathroom and I I would rather have my wife be mad at me than have to use a public bathroom. Yeah, see, I, I don't, I don't have that problem, especially with with a, a nice hotel. It's going to be pretty clean, and you always go to the second one, <laughs> the uh, like the second stall. Yeah, okay. yeah, because uh, that psychologically, people always go to the first one or they'll go to the last one. So if there's three That's stalls, true. you always take the middle. It's the cleanest one. It's true. Theoretically, I did have to poop once in the uh, in the 
not the lobby bathroom at the MGM, but the one across from, uh, like by the food court, which which is oh like, yeah yeah the, I was the, like oh no. the MGM the MGM no they I'll, I'll give them credit. I mean, there's somebody who lives in the bathroom basically. Yeah, like, they, his job is they just, constantly clean it. But boy, when you get late at night, you better not use that thing because that's when the drunks start peeing all over the floor and they can't clean it up fast enough. Yeah, that's well. I'll one of the craziest things I've ever seen in Vegas was it, we were at uh, Mandalay. I think I, I, I think I went back and told you like as soon as it happened, or maybe you were. I don't know. If no, you I saw was me. there. I was the there. Guy, yeah. So I was peeing right next. This guy walks up to pee right next to me. At first, I was annoyed that he chose the urinal right next to me, but whatever. He was clearly intoxicated, and then I start to hear the noise. That is, it's clear that he's peeing. But it's not hitting the urinal. Yeah, I was. He didn't undo his pants. I was actually waiting outside the bathroom okay. for you. Then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he he. I mean, we're talking an extended piss directly into his pants. Then he steps away, looks back, flushes the urinal, but no good reason to at this point. Goes and washes his hands, and then walks outside to his buddies. And then he falls down, and, and that hits, that I saw, yeah, and hits his face, and is bleeding profusely from the face, covered in piss, covered in blood. Now, the cop comes up, his buddies, they bail, and so this guy woke up the next day in Vegas, drunk in the drunk tank, covered in blood and piss, and having no idea why, because there's no way he was coherent. I mean, he was, yeah, it was stumble walking and then obviously trips over his own feet smack. Uh, it was bad, but it was, it was a really, really fun sight to see. It, it was funny as hell. Although I, I will, I will state for the record. If I'm with my guys in Vegas and that happens to one of my guys, I'm not abandoning him to the cops. You can't do that. That's just, yeah. I mean, even no matter how messed up you get. Cause his buddies were like trying to help him up, trying to help him up. And then the cop shows up. And they step away. Now, see, I, first thing I would do is say, "Listen, he uh, his medication doesn't mix with alcohol. He forgot he would taken it. He, he'll be all right. Just let him sit here for a few minutes. I'll take care of this." Yeah, and cops don't want to mess with it. No. They'll, they'll leave it alone. Or say, "I would, Fred, if it were you, I'd say he's diabetic." Yeah, that's what I would say. It's yeah. a medical emergency. I'm sorry. He, he hasn't had anything to drink in over a year on lockdown, and and it mixed mixed with his medicine. It's a res- yeah. He just got out of a really bad marriage. Well, he hasn't he hasn't say, had alcohol in a I, while. I, I would say he had a seizure. Yeah, there's all kinds of things you can you can throw out there. But you don't just say, "Oh man, my buddy, he screwed Bye. up." See ya. No, you gotta because I, I mean honestly, the cops do not want to mess with drunks because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, you, know, you got to arrest a guy who's got pee all over him and carry him. You don't want to do that. Which we didn't talk about the uh, the Oklahoma wide receiver who got beat up. Uh, we we mentioned we talked about bit. it on oh. Twitch. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. It, who fights? Uh, like who grapples in the bathroom? If I'm fighting in the bat in a public bathroom, I'm doing everything I can to not hit the ground. <laughs> That's like worst case scenario. It, I can't imagine like and especially getting knocked out. And like your face is laying on the on the floor of a public bathroom, that's nightmare stuff right there, man. That's well, that's bad. That's what happened to the the last fight I ever got in when I was at that Weezer concert. <sighs> the dude was peeing and hit me while had, he was peeing. He was yeah, his and he hadn't washed his hands. He just hit me out of nowhere because he didn't like what I was, I was talking on the phone because you know, and, and he hits me and he hits me again and then 
He goes hit me a third time. And, and I mean, I, I, mean, I was pretty drunk. I didn't feel a damn thing. So I drop him and he just was like landed in the pee. Oof. He was a little dude too. And I got the hell out of there before anybody showed up. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe in violence. I don't either, but you know, and, uh, yeah, 713 780 713-780-3776 if you want to get in. Only two segments left on a What Are the Odds Wednesday, so you know, throw some odds in here. I think it's uh, it's been a pretty good show so far. Yeah. All right, I got to tell you guys about TGS Insurance, and if you are looking for a way to save money on your homeowner's insurance, Guys, TGS, this is the way to do it. And you might not even think about how much money you could be saving on your homeowner's insurance, uh, but you could be. This is a a game changer, and uh, it's so simple. It takes a text. All you got to do, text the word money to 232323. They're going to text you back, say, hey, what's uh, what's your address? You send that in, boom, just like that. They'll have a the firm and full insurance quote right on your phone in 15 seconds or less. And there's no obligation. If you don't like the quote, well, throw it out the window. No big deal. Uh, but if you do, the average customer is saving $900 a year. I saved over $1,000 a year. You can save real money with this thing. And, again, it's so simple. They'll get you out of the back end of things uh, on your old policy, start you saving right away. Text the word money to 232323. Start saving today with TGS. When it comes to sports betting, sportsmapbets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, sportsmapbets has all the info you need to make the best play. sportsmapbets.com This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. A couple things I wanted to get to. Um, you know, who's trying to make a comeback with the San Francisco baseball giants? Ooh, Will Clark. No, a little more recent than that. Damn. Jeff Kent. Uh, no, again... A little more recent than that. Dave Dravecki. Now, that guy doesn't have an arm. That's, that's not even <laughs> remotely possible. And he's even farther back than the other two. Barry Lamar Bonds. Uh, no, you, you've got to move forward a little bit here. Oh. Uh, and he wasn't a, he wasn't a Tim giant. Lincecum. Well, okay, now you're in the right era. Okay. But he wasn't a giant before. Oh. He's just trying to make a comeback with the Giants. Oh, okay. He's been a Skeeter. Oh. He's been an Astro. Ooh. Roger Clemens. No. Scott Casimir. Scott Casimir it is. All right. But uh, he's trying to make a going to camp with the Giants, going to try to make a comeback. Dude, that you talk, that guy made one incredible comeback already. Yeah, he, he's 37. The last time he pitched was 2016. He was 10 and 6 with a 4.56 ERA for the Dodgers. I, I mean, I don't see why I don't see why a team wouldn't want to take a chance on him. Yeah, why not? I, I mean, give I mean, him an invite, see what happens cuz the worst that can happen. He sucks, you cut him. Yeah. But he's always, like, I think multiple times it's been like, oh, well, he's washed, and then he comes out and surprises you. Yeah. 
And Actually, the Astros probably could have used him, give him an invite. Uh, no, they, they think they're good. Well, and think about that. Scott Casimir is a closer. How good would that be? Or a setup man? Yeah, if he can still pitch, yeah. Still not there for one inning. Yeah, I I don't know what, what to make of the Astros this year. I think the lineup's going to be really good. Uh, I don't know that the pitching will hold up, the starting pitching, like it did last year. Like, how many times am I going to have to watch Steph Curry throw a pass or shoot a warm-up? I mean, come on. Can when we, does their game start? Can we please watch something other than this? This is this is worse than the Tiger Woods crash yesterday. Um, anyway. What on that Marquette, North Carolina? That was the last cut from my card today. Yeah, which, which was, what was it supposed to be? Uh, I, it, I, I almost took North Carolina minus nine. It, oh, look at me. Look how smart I am. Mm. 28-19 Marquette, <laughs> who literally has nothing to play for right now. That's what, I mean, well. You know what? You're seeing a lot of teams that have nothing to play for actually play pretty well. I know. Like Michigan State came out and beat Illinois last night. Where'd that come from? Like Illinois is pretty damn good. Michigan State, pretty damn not good. Um, there was one other, one other movie thing. Dan Patrick had uh, Adam Sandler on with uh, I heard about Shooter this. McGavin. Uh huh. And they both said they would be open to a Happy Gilmore two. Yeah, baby. With those guys on the senior tour, I'd be, I think that'd be funny. I, 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 you know what? I think I'd be down for that because. It's not like Adam Sandler's made anything even remotely funny recently. It's been a long time. And maybe since Happy Gilmore. Uh, it may have been. I mean, that, that Halloween movie he did was so awful. I didn't watch it. I, and I couldn't My stop. My kids kept asking, can we watch it? I kept saying, no, absolutely uh, And be not. glad you did because I couldn't stop watching it. It was so bad. It was one of the, every now and then I like to just watch absolute crap movies. I, I lied to my kids and said it wasn't kid appropriate. Now, my older son is smart enough to figure out that I'm lying. But my younger son is just like, okay, whatever. If it's not appropriate, I can't watch it. Um, but I'd or I'll be, have to watch it when mom and dad go to sleep. I'd kind of be down with that. Now, you can't bring back Chubbs. No, nope, Chubbs. Well, Chubbs is dead anyway. And I'm guessing grandma's dead by now. Grandma's dead. Uh, the girlfriend could probably come back. She's probably still cute. She'd have to be his wife now or his ex-wife who's trying to get his tour checks. Yeah. Or, right in the or, or who's banging Shooter McGavin now. Which, by the way, I, I'm going to go out on record and say... I don't think she was that hot. To be like the lead hot chick in a movie, body was good, but she had kind of a dude haircut. Just wasn't for me. What was her name? I want to see Julie she- Bowen. She oh. was uh most recently she was on the uh sitcom Modern Family. So she's still in TV shape or okay. camera shape. She okay, she's actually She's, she aged very for, well for an older lady. Yeah, but, she looks she looks better now, I think. But like back then when I was like, okay, she should be like a super hot chick. Uh, she was cute. She was okay. she was cute. She had a good body. She was supposed to be cute. She wasn't supposed to be like hyper sexy. Okay. In that film. But yeah, you know what? She looks better now. But even in like the dream sequence when she was wearing the uh the yeah. white lingerie you know, with the, the beer. The one where she was wearing the, the, the black, black one and she threw off the beer and then she went and uh made out with uh, Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin and yeah. That I think I was like, man, she's just not that hot to me. I, I don't know why. But by the way, Alcorn State gets to cover okay good i know you. you were nervous um yeah you know what I, I like the idea she's divorced happy she's married shooter and they have children together and stuff and so there's a lot of hatred there yeah i think this, this has got potential i'm trying to find the actress that played his original girlfriend terry at the beginning because i remember her being hot i wanna kiss you all over are you confusing her with vanessa from uh 
The wedding singer? No. Okay. Because I don't remember his girlfriend from the first one. She was like, you're a loser, Happy. You're going nowhere. She was right. I don't mean that, baby. Come on back up here. Let Happy give you that. <laughs> what What about the guy with a nail in his head? I think he's dead, actually. He's dead, too, yeah. Yeah, in real life, not movie life. So, yeah, I was okay. So, who played the first girlfriend? Nancy Hillis. Her name at the time was Nancy McClure. Okay. and I'm going to have to Google her actual name because her IMDb page has basically nothing. Oh, she did not. She did not age well. No. Oh, my God. Are we sure? I'm seeing Dr. Nancy Hillis, a Stanford-trained existential psychiatrist and abstract artist. I don't okay, know that's if that's a the same one. girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, if you if you Google Nancy McClure actress. Eh, still not aging very well. Yeah. She was cuter back then. Well, everybody was. See, that, that, she's not. She's pretty decent for uh, for, yeah, for for a minor uh, role for a glamour shot there. So that was her back in the day. Yeah, that's not bad. I don't hate that. You know something? You suck. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that that movie. Yeah. The, well, guess who else can? You're be a lousy in? kindergarten teacher. I've seen those finger paintings you bring home, and they, they suck. suck. I'm just kidding, baby. Those finger paints the, break. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> Bob Barker's still alive, unbelievably. Uh, is he? I yeah. thought he no, died. I thought he, he oh. died, I thought. Yeah. I thought Alex Trebek died. Did Bob well, Barker die? Yeah, he, Alex Trebek died recently, but Bob Barker, I think, has been gone for a couple of years. Oh, well, that's sad. Yeah, I mean, I don't think No, so. I think he's still alive. Oh, really? Yeah. I would have noticed that. Bob Barker was my 97. hero. 97. Still yeah. going. God bless. Wow. Oh, no. That was the the issue. So I think it was like a year ago. It was right during COVID. He went to the hospital for something, and everybody was like, oh, God, this is the end of Bob Barker. And for so- somehow he fought his he way came back. out of it, man. Oh, that lady who uh, was 105 years old. I remember TMZ old. had like, just like the Tiger thing today, they had like eight articles back to back to back. It's like, Bob Barker does this. Bob Barker rebounds. Bob Barker is on his deathbed. I love Bob Barker. I think if you don't, you need to stop listening to the show. I think he's the greatest game show host of all time, even greater than Alex Trebek was. And I don't mean any disrespect to dead Alex Trebek, but Bob Barker was the GOAT, is the GOAT. He's the Tom Brady of this ish. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I don't know that I would, I would dispute you on that. And it's, and, I, don't, I don't know that you can. And I'll tell you what, the price is right. Uh, since Bob Barker left, Not good. The hosting, downhill. Drew Carey, no offense. He ain't that good. Yeah, I. well, it's almost like when you grow, grow and both those guys kind of transcended all of our uh, generations. It's like the guys you grow up with. It's like we always talk about your, your favorite athlete is your favorite athlete when you're 12. Your favorite game show host is who you grew up with. Yeah. For me, it's Bob Barker. And my, me too, even though we're from a different era. Well, Bob Barker's extremely old. But he did it for a long time. And, you know, now it's like so many people up until, like, Johnny Carson was probably a little bit before you, but, like, Johnny Carson was it. Mm-hmm. Even though I think there's some guys better now. People don't want to hear that. Well, Johnny Carson much better than Jay Leno. Well, yeah, Jay Leno well, was, was awful. It also comes down to replacing a legend. Because no matter what, just like when Howard Stern left FM radio for Sirius, mm-hmm. every station that had to replace him, I guarantee almost every single one of those shows failed within six oh, months yeah. because they didn't yeah. have any ratings. Yep. When you take over for a legend that's that great, 
If you're the first guy through the door, you know you're getting shot first. Is Johnny Carson still considered the greatest? Or is I think I feel like Letterman is now um, regarded as the best. I, I still think that there's a big contingent that thinks it's Carson. I Frankly, I prefer almost all the guys that are there now to both of them. Uh, I loved David Letterman. I, and I, you know what? I don't like the guys now except for Jimmy Kimmel. I used to like Jimmy Fallon, and he wore on me. I can't say in any of them. You don't like Jimmy Kimmel? No. Yeah, see, I, I, do. I like I, Kimmel, and I actually like Colbert. Uh, I like Colbert, but I, I feel like... He was funnier. He on, was better as, in his old job. He was, he was funnier in that job where he was pretending to be... He had uh, better writers. Yeah, maybe. The, the jokes are not nearly the standard that they were on the Colbert Report. I, I just Kimmel, think that was a really cool show, and this this is more this is just standard late talk. Uh, I, I late, feel like Jimmy talk. Kimmel's just a like, and I know uh, there's a lot of people who disagree with me now because he's made he he does do a lot of this on on social media of making things political, but I just feel like he's a really likable guy. Like he's just a seems like a regular dude. Fallon's a guy I could get drunk with though. Apparently, boy, Fallon can drink. Apparently, he's him. legendary. Good for him. Yeah, I'm and he doesn't. He owns it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm four. I, I don't got any. I don't have any problem with that. So putting a bow on the Bob Barker dead or alive thing. You know how Google like lists questions that other people ask when you yes. Google something. Very first question: Where is Bob Barker buried? Answer: He's still living. <laughs> so, yeah, I would agree. Barker one, Richard Dawson probably two. Um, uh, uh, Trebek three. I mean, he's classier than those guys. But I mean, Richard Dawson was tongue kissing. Moms That's and daughters. What's so funny about him. Yeah, and he was smarmy, and I loved him. I like Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery wasn't bad. wasn't bad. Um, I liked the uh, the guy from from Press Your Luck. Oh, what was his name? No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Yeah, the uh, oh, the, who was that? Not the uh, not the the. I know there's like a new host, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah, not talking about that. The uh, Peter Tomerkin. That's who it is. Yep. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks is now doing it. I don't your like favorite her. person. I don't like her at all. Hmm. Pete Tomerkin. That's somebody, a good guy. Somebody says you you seriously still like Jimmy Kimmel after the horrible 2020 Oscars act? Completely cringeworthy. I don't. Yeah, I don't so he sucks at the. I don't. Yeah. I, who cares? I mean, that's, also the 2020 Oscars was like the probably the toughest Oscars to pull off ever. Well, but I mean, all right. So what? He sucked at the Oscars. Who, who cares? I, I like I like the show. I mean, everybody has a bad show. Yeah, you'd have to pay me to watch any of the award shows. It's yeah, just like I, late night TV. I don't want to watch. Any honestly, of it. I, I like to look up who won and bitch about it. But I, I like I, that too. I have zero interest in award shows. Never have. All right, uh, I got to tell you about hoops. ProDunkHoops.com. That's where you go. That's the website you go to if you want the best basketball goal in the entire whole wide world. Uh, they are the goals are manufactured exclusively by Hoop Sporting Equipment and. They're better than anything you can find in the stores. How, you ask? Thickest steel of any goal on the market. 75% thicker than the best of the other guys. They've got a tempered glass backboard, and it, it's so strong, if it breaks or cracks for any reason, they'll replace it for free. That's how much they believe in that backboard. And it's got a rust armor finish, so no rust, guys. And they've got a design to fit your home, your driveway, your backyard. They've got a fully portable version. If you've got a picky HOA, there's really something for everyone, and they're all adjustable from 10 feet to 5 feet with the turn of a handle, so any age can play. Guys, you want to check these out, go to ProDunkHoops.com. Get your kids out of the house. Get them playing. Get them having fun. ProDunkHoops.com. That's ProDunkHoops.com. 281-351-9822 for ProDunk Hoops. 
ESPN 97.5. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, 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 <laughs> baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. All right. Let's wrap the show up the way we do every Wednesday. with The only way to do it. Famous people who have died. That's simple. Um... Okay, I don't know these rappers. Maybe you do. Prince Markle D died this week. Like uh, today? Or like, I mean. The 18th. He died this week. Okay. I'm not familiar with I'm not that. familiar with Prince Markle D either. How about Pop Smoke? I've heard the name Pop Smoke. Okay. 1992, Dick York. Famous for being the dick that got switched with Dick Sargent. Oh, Prince Markle D is from Fat Boys, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I know him. Uh, Don Knotts he died. in 2006. Very funny man. Yeah, very funny. Um, 2014, Harold Ramis, also a very funny man. Dead at 69. When did he die? 2014. Okay. Uh, I miss him. 1998, Harry Carey dies of a heart attack at 83. Um, Tim Horton in 1974. Coffee guy? Hockey player and co-founder of Tim Horton's. Only co- it's called for? Tim Hortons, but I don't know who he played hockey for. I just know that his coffee's amazing. Um, all right, 1848, John Quincy Adams, the sixth U.S. president. Not to be confused with John Adams, but John Quincy Adams died at 80. That's a hell of a run for 1848. That is a good run. Um, okay, so those are no good. Those are no good. Uh, uh, 1546, Martin Luther. Not to be confused with Martin Luther King. Okay, other guy. Uh, 18, 1967, Robert Oppenheimer, known as the father of the atomic bomb, dies of throat cancer at 62, probably from the radiation. Probably. Uh, Chester Nimitz, 1966, American Admiral, guided the U.S. Pacific Fleet, kicked some ass, dead at 80. Pretty good run. Yep. Hunter S. Thompson. God, I loved Hunter S. Thompson. Dead at 67 in 2005. Uh, Billy Graham. In 2018, not to be confused with Billy Superstar Graham, the wrestler. Oh, yeah. Billy Graham, the evangelist. Uh, evangelist. Not the world champion. Uh, no, no. Uh, 99 years old, though, for Billy Graham. He must have been on God's good side. Uh, Andy Warhol, uh, famous for 15 minutes, died of a heart attack at 58 in 1987. Drug-induced heart attack, we uh, probably would assume. Yeah, probably. It doesn't say. Um... Uh, Frank James, the lesser known of the James brothers, died in 1915. He was a younger brother of Jesse. Little known fact, he trained horses at the fairgrounds. In the died before or after Jesse? Uh, after, because he made it to 72. Oh, okay. Jesse was killed by the coward Robert Ford. Right. Let's, let's you know. Bobby. Um, 1957, Bugs Moran, dead at 63, Chicago gangster. By far the least of the Bugs. Oh, he's the worst Bugs? Yeah, I mean, there's Bugsy Siegel. And then there's Bugs Moran. So he is by far the worst. Bugsy Siegel, much, much better. All right, let's do our best deaths. 
1564. Michelangelo. Oh, that's a good one. Dead at 88. You think he painted the inside of his coffin? Oh, I thought we were talking about a Ninja Turtle. No, 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 no. We're talking about the guy who painted. Okay. Uh, and sculpted. He was also a poet. I think he was a he was what we would call a Renaissance man. Uh, yeah, until he died at 88. 1973, a certain top five gangster, Frank Costello, dead at 82. I feel like your top five gangsters list is about 12 guys long. No, no, no. Costello's on there, though, because he was one of the few guys they let retire. All right. After they tried to whack him. But, I mean, he was he was the right-hand man of, of Charlie Luciano, who's number one. Lucky. Yeah, well, I, I like to give him respect. Charlie. Okay. Charles Luciano. Number one on the list. So, if you hang out, hung out with him, you had to be top five. Because uh, Meyer Lansky is another one. Bugsy Siegel, that whole group, they were together. Uh, 2001, Dale Earnhardt Sr., dead at 49. R.I.P. God, I have a bad joke here, and I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I saw it. something. I, I, was, I don't know what channel it was on, but it was like a, a thing about how Dale Earnhardt dying revolutionized. Like, it's probably saved you know lives since then because they changed the way yeah. all, all these cars like and there's been zero deaths in nascar since then yeah so it's pretty good yeah. you could say they've hit a wall he took one for the team yeah. uh 1980 bond scott dead at 33 I, you know what I'm, i've got a problem with bond scott being in best deaths and harold and harold ramus not being in best deaths uh bond scott was a legend uh hi a guy who wrote Animal House and was like, okay, I'll just write Meatballs and Caddyshack to follow that up. Uh, a guy who wrote Big Balls and uh, I'll write uh, Highway to Hell to follow yeah. that up. And then he wrote <laughs> actually, Ghostbusters. I, I, you know what? I don't know if he actually wrote those songs. I, I think that was uh, I think that was a collaboration thing. But wow. yeah, I, I, I could see Harold Ramis being in here, but uh, n- not at the not at the expense of Bon Scott. How about Harper Lee, who wrote Kill a Mockingbird, eighty nine years old? Right. She wrote one thing of note. One of the most important books in American history. Yeah, you ever seen Animal House? One of the most important films in American history. You ever seen Caddyshack? Another of the most important films in American history. Ever seen Ghostbusters? Important films. You ever seen the Ghostbusters with women? No. You know why? Because Harold Ramis didn't write that. All right. uh, 1895, Frederick Douglass, dead at 77. And 1965, Malcolm X, dead at 39. Those are your best deaths. All right. So, no porno chicks. I have porno chicks. Those oh, were your good. best deaths. Okay. Okay. So we have three dead porno chicks. Let's see. See if we can get sixty-seven percent today. Let's do it. Two thousand fourteen, Genova Hollander, Italian porn actress, forty-three years old. I don't know a lot about Italian porno. Uh, heart attack. Murdered by her ex, body was found dismembered in a plastic case at the bottom of a lake. Mm, well. So, I mean, murdered by pimp would have worked. Boy, you do all that work to hide a body, and then they still find yeah, it? I mean, Come on. you got to do a better job. 1975, Claudia Feelers, 28 years old, German. Uh, Suicide. Suicide by poison. Ding, 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 ding. All right. February 21st, 2016, 52-year-old Bridget Lee. Died from heart attack. Cause of death unknown. So I'm going to give you the yes! point. Two and one. 67%, Woo! man. That's pretty damn good. And those are your famous deaths. Uh, I love Bon Scott. That, that he was, he was, I, and I was fortunate enough 
to get to see ACDC with Bon Scott before he died when they came to Houston. Pretty damn good show. So, um, Flea says Easterby equals Billy Graham wannabe. See, but Billy Graham was likable. But he was also, I mean. Uh, he was an evangelist, but I, he wasn't one of the, the scuzzy ones from what I understand. Are you sure? I mean, they're all little, they're all little scuzzy, but I don't think. I feel like if you get famous as a preacher, probably not a good one. Yeah, most likely. What about the Pope? I don't know about the Pope. I mean, I, he, I, I don't know. I'm not looking to get into trouble on the last minute. <laughs> oh, of the come show. on. I'm not looking to get into trouble I'll on the last, softball the last minute of the show. I'm out of here. I don't uh, need that heat. All right. Well, guess what? We're out of here. You know who's next? Patrick Creighton. Get in some Astros, I'm sure, and some of the latest texts and stuff. Uh, he'll be followed by the Hall of Fame with Booker T and Brad Gilmore. Booker T, the one person here more famous than Lance. I think we can agree on that. Yes. All right. We'll be back to do it again tomorrow. Friday, we'll be out of Sam Houston Race Park. If you guys want to come out, till tomorrow, stay sportsy, bitches. ESPN 975 and ESPN 925. Real fun sports.